what is the good word everybody this is your man's the one and this is the dukes of football uh hey what's going on everybody this is your man's i'm back week uh ep- what was it uh episode 23 week uh uh what seven and eight of the nfl and ncaa uh seasons I don't know. Sorry. Got a little brain log there. Kind of in the peripheral. I got some uh, NBA basketball on. You know, uh, NBA season started yesterday and games are going on today. Uh, the, the home team Pacers are getting ready to tip off. So um, got that over on the sideline. But right now it is time for uh, some football. Hello there, Mrs. Gilbert. Over there, keeping watch over some of those uh, Amazon products out there. Who's just Christmas season, so y'all can really get busy. Well, not you, because you're gonna go on uh, sabbatical. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so this is uh, episode 23, Dukes of Football for the week seven, eight, 21, 22. Um, NFL NCAA seasons. Um, not gonna hold you long, gonna recap of what we had uh going um last week. Um, some of the good stuff that was popping off, and then we're gonna give you uh get you the picks for the um get you the picks for for this upcoming week for the games and stuff like that. Uh, Why I am sitting here delaying to get a little bit more streaming going. Uh, Let's shout out to some of our good friends. Uh, Karma Coin, uh, the charitable cryptocurrency that gives away supercars. Uh, Michael Nowski is our contact there. And, uh, you know, he's a good guy. We like him. You know, oh, Reggie Hammond, uh, him and uh, DeLion. Uh, focus a lot on the combat side of things over at the bare knuckles and those events of theirs. So check those guys out. Uh, check out Karma Coin. Um, get with Mike and he can get you in. And what's going on with the cryptocurrencies? Um, let's see. We got Zach over at Elite Performance. I know they got some big things going on over there. If you are into getting that body into an elite shape, that's the guy you talk to. If you're not into the weights and things of that nature, you're into the more um, holistic side of things with the yoga and stuff like that. Uh, starting the 25th of October, 6 p.m. This Monday, 6 p.m., they do yoga. So they are doing yoga classes over at Elite Performance. So we're getting all around the scale over with Zach over there. So make sure you hit those guys up, 765-499-91005. Um, and obviously, you know, we got to give shots out to our good friends over at Red Dub Tattoo, Todd and Todd, <laughs> Todd and Katie Durham. They'll get you guys set up, get your appointment in so you can get you some good ink like the old one over here. And uh, the lion, we all set up real good. They do piercings and all those nature. So check those guys out over at uh, Red Dub Tattoos, uh, 317-537-2667. Uh, let's see who else do we got? We got B Lick Organics. 
all natural products for your body rejuvenation and beauty. So if you're not looking for all those extra chemicals and the MSGs and all those type of things, once you hit hit our good friend up over there at Be Lit Organics and the Fighters Friends for your D A D D C B D products. Promote code BWSports1 when you get on the website and uh, get your next delivery of uh, products that uh, will not be as addictive as opioids that the doctors want to put you on Big Farm. But that's another subject. All right. So I have dallied long enough. Let us get into it. So we're going to start with the my bookie NCAA man cave chatter. Uh, 50% deposit match up to a thousand bucks and a free $10 bet at mybookie.ag. So, um, we're going to get into our NCAA talk. <sighs> Let's see what we have going last week. Nothing real major. Ooh. Let's see. Yes. Playoff rankings. The new CFB playoff rankings are coming out uh, November 2nd. So that is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, two weeks. Um, so all these polls that are going on right now are just, you know, just window dressing. That is the poll that most of us are going to, <clears throat> excuse me, that is the poll that most of us are going to be really paying attention to uh, when it comes about here in the next couple of weeks. But as of right now, um, you know, who's at the top of the list, Georgia and so forth. So we want to highlight that. Let's say, oh, and let's let's safe to say that um, Knoxville, uh, the city of Knoxville, the University of Tennessee, uh, they are not big Lane Kiffin fans. If you did not see, if you somehow missed Sports Center or any other sports related uh, real thing, anytime these last couple of days that you've missed the lovely display of affection that the University of Tennessee showed Lane Kiffin in his return with University of Miss. I actually picked Tennessee uh, for my upset we, uh, upset game last week for that because, you know, they had old ex-Michigan boy who was quarterbacking Joe Milton. So I figured that with all the hostile um, feelings that they had towards Lane Kiffin and, you know, the emotion and the adrenaline, it might push him over there. It was a close game. They held on to the end, but until they started throwing, uh, really, how do you get in? Where do you get a bottle of mustard from? I mean, how do you sneak a bottle of mustard into a stadium? I mean, do you just like, oh, I got a bottle of mustard in my pants? I don't know, but it was it was quite entertaining to see a bottle of mustard flying through the stadium. Um, looks like Lane Kiffin almost got hit with a golf ball. Um, I'm not going to say too many positive things about Mr. Kiffin because I'm not a huge fan at all. Um, I've said it before. I still kind of wonder why how this guy ended up getting a job still. But I am going to say class move twice on his part um, when the fan threw a water bottle as he was walking out of the stadium through the tunnel. He caught the water bottle and then returned through his visor into the stands. So there you go. Some Lane Kiffin sweat memorabilia for East Bay that you can probably get about three, four dollars off of. And then the other one was when he was talking to the reporter. Um, I mean, really class act. You know, I mean, he took the high road and or, you know, he took the high road in that and didn't, you know, fire shots back. You know, I mean, he understood that there was some emotional distress because of how his situation was when he said that he was going to coach. And then he just disappeared 
you know, those type of things. So um, safe to say that they do not like him there. Um, LSU has um, and uh, Coach Argeron, you know, it's LSU, be good. Go Tigers. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Coach Argeron and LSU have agreed to part ways at the end of the season. Um, I like it done this way because, one, it doesn't disrupt really the season so much. Um, the kids continue to, to play hard for their coach. The coach continues to, you know, get these kids into possible situations to win as best he can for the rest of the season. I've never been a fan of firing coaches in the middle of the season because you're really not so much doing um, the kids the big of a favor. You know what I mean? If you're going to get rid of him, get rid of him. I mean, that's fine. Do it at the end of the season because, you know, why these these kids came with this person to do um, – to play football, to continue to grow, mature, and learn as men. And I just think that doing cutting the coach in the beginning, in the middle of the season, does a disservice for the university as well as the kids playing and um, the difficulty um, of the conversation that the new coach or the interim coach is in, you know, trying to mend fences between players and coaches and university and stuff like that. So, um, it's good. They all acknowledge that that's the end of it. So now um, you can continue with your recruiting without him. I mean, I know it's going to be hard because uh, you're looking for a new coach. But um, so they just add to another school, big name school um, that is looking for a coach as well as USC. So the coaching search for LSU and USC is on. I'm anxious to see how uh, this goes about as the season portrays and in the off season. Uh, next up, I guess I have to mention it. I have to talk about it a little bit. Uh, Washington state's coach was let go this week because uh, him and a couple other individuals in the coaching staff, whose personal belief in I am agreeing with your personal belief. If you want to get the vaccine, that's cool and body. If you don't, that's cool in body. That is your choice. But you also have to be aware that you have to accept the consequences that comes along with your choice. So, but uh, they let him go and a couple other coaches. Um, I mean, I don't, this one is kind of difficult because he stated what his beliefs were, what his mission was, what he is not going to do, regardless of the Washington State uh, mandate that was put in by a certain date. Um, he said that he wasn't going to do it. So I felt that if you was, if your position was steadfast, you as a school was positioned steadfast, then you shouldn't have started the season winning. Um, is it going to be a disruption to the kids? No, I don't think so because they've known just as well as he has that this date was coming up and they can possibly play a half a season without their coach. So, um, I don't think it's going to affect him enough. I mean, that much. I mean, it's not like we were talking about him in the playoff hunt anyway, but it seems to fair if they were in the playoff race, playoff chase, or, you know, trying to chase that championship for the, the Pac-12, who knows? Maybe somehow the rules would have been, you know, bent in the favor of the coach. Kind of like they are starting to be bent in the favor <clears throat> 
of Kyrie with this new judgment that came down from one of their uh, federal judges in New York saying that it is unconstitutional for a workplace in the state of New York. So a um, whole nother battle, but that's going to be uh, interesting to see how that plays out for anything. But notice that you haven't heard any of these issues from uh, the New York football teams um, that play in there. Or they don't even play in New York, do they play in Jersey? Never mind. Um, <laughs> what else do we got for college? Oh, Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. Such promise. Um, I guess that that win against Penn State was just too big for you. Um, I guess you're still in the Big Ten race, but I think you almost kind of put yourself out of the playoff race. I don't think that you have enough quality games to get back in. I don't think enough people are going to lose. But I think that was your golden opportunity. I think it was the Big Ten's golden opportunity to at least have uh, two teams in the playoff. I mean, the play the scenario can still possibly happen only if Michigan runs the table and loses to, uh, I hate to say it, and I'm not going to say it. At the end of the year, there's a possible chance that you can get both of those schools in. Uh, but I don't see it. I think the Big Ten is knocked down to one school, even though they're sitting with four teams in the top ten and uh, one just on the outside looking in. Uh, but then again, we'll see it when it pops up here. Um, it's actually a pretty strong year for the Big Ten, and I'm, I'm kind of impressed. You know, uh, they won, I think, the majority of their non-conference games as a conference. So, and they had some big games. I know, um, thanks to OSU, they kind of let us down and, and lost to Oregon. But, you know, what do you expect from a, a, a school that's named after a seed? But whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> um, let's see. Last name with college. OU. Um, so you had the front runner for the Heisman, Ratliff, uh, benched for the true freshman who is all of a sudden ignited Oklahoma's offense. Um, still didn't do anything for their defense. They're still giving a ridiculous amount of points to teams that don't need to score that many points. But their offense seems to be clicking a lot better. Um, I still think that Oklahoma's offense is a little different in past years because they don't uh, feature the run as much as they normally have over the past few years, even with their Heisman uh, Trophy quarterbacks. Uh, this year, they're a little more heavy on the pass when it comes to their play calling. But um, this particular quarterback, I think his name is Caleb. Uh, this particular quarterback is slinging the ball all over the place, and I, um, I like his approach to the game. I like the different feel that he brings. The team responds to him. You as a coach, you have to focus on the team and how they respond to different players. If the team is responding in a positive way to this change, then that's the change you have to make. It's tough, but, I mean, it's, it's sports. You know what I mean? That's the way it goes. All right, so uh, let's get into the – what do we got here? The Doc Sports NCAA Picks of the Week brought to you by Doc Sports. Uh, Doc Sports Picks to Dex. BW Sports 1229022. And get your free $60 in bets on your initial sign up. All right. So we get into it. Um, this first game, you're kind of looking at it like 14th ranked Mary University. 
Who the hell is that? Well, Marion University is a university here that's located in the city of Indianapolis, kind of on the riverside type of area. Our school's been around for a while. It's a very popular school here with the nursing community. I was fortunate enough to be able to go to their football game last week playing the St. Francis University um, a football team. This is the NIA, if I'm speaking correctly, the NIAA or whatever. Um, the step It's a step, but it's on the level of the junior college, put it that way. But um, it's probably nursing school. Um, there's a lot of people around uh, the city of Indianapolis <laughs> that are graduates of Marion. I didn't think that I would see anybody that I knew at this game, but I knew about maybe eight people at this game and they had sons or nephews or somebody playing. So I've heard of Marion's football program. I know a couple of years ago they had won the, uh, their division's national championship, and it's a pretty good program. So I was fortunate enough to be able to attend this game. I was there helping a buddy, an old uh, boss of mine, um, display fireworks at, the, at this game because I guess it was somewhat of a rivalry game. So as a respect to being able to go to that game, I chose to put Marion University in one of my picks for uh, this particular week. And hopefully we'll maybe in the future, I did leave my cards all over the place at the university. So maybe somebody will pick it up and maybe in the future we'll be able to do something with the university. But uh, pretty cool thing that they have over there. If you ever get a chance, get over and watch it. So uh, this particular game, game one, we got the 14th ranked Marion University, five and two against. <clears throat> I'm not even going to mess this up. I know it's the university in Ann Arbor. They're five and oh, they're both in the same division. Uh, within this um, um, line of football or this um, level of football. So it's very competitive. Um, I know both of these teams over the last few weeks have put up gaudy numbers. So this is actually going to be a pretty good game. Um, I had the uh, coordinarial, whatever. I had them at first when I was making a pitch, but I had to switch. I had to switch. There was no way that I was going to pick against the whole team in this particular game. After I watched their quarterback play, I can't remember what his name was. He's got great size. He's got a good feel for the game. He can get all the throws. So I wouldn't be surprised if you might see him on a semi-pro team here in the in the area or maybe even challenge one of the arena football because, you know, they always have uh, levels of football that you can still go. But he has good size. I think he, he might have an opportunity if – Someone gave him an opportunity to show good talent. So uh, with this particular game, we're going to go with the Lions pick first. He's going to go with Marion 33-31. And I am going to go Marion 42-40 because I like the way they move the ball. They can sling it all over. And they got a double-headed running back that is pretty dynamic. So he can score every time he touched the ball. So um, let's go on to a more conventional game for us, game two, which is the game of the week. I'm going to look at um, the Lions team with Notre Dame. I think we should give them a little spotlight right now. Uh, once, because they're playing USC, this is a huge rivalry game for both of these universities. And this is a huge recruiting game for both of these universities. One, because USC is on the West Coast and Notre Dame is here located here in the Midwest. So if, especially for Notre Dame being independent, you have to make sure you get your school name face out there. So why not <clears throat> um, schedule games 
with teams on the West Coast, home and homes. They normally play these guys every year. Not the same way with Stanford. This year, USC comes here, but that doesn't skip the opportunity for Notre Dame to bring some of those recruits from the Southern California and California area up to South Bend to see the Golden Dome and the, uh, the Irish field. So going into that, be said, and I'm going with Notre Dame 37-20. I think um, they are starting to figure out their offensive issues, which will help out their defense a little bit more. And you obviously know with USC going through this coaching change, there's a lot of things going on over there. Everybody's not on the same path. So I think it's a good time for Notre Dame to uh, thump USC and keep themselves with a small, very small chance uh, if the cards fall the right way to sneak back in the back door of the uh, college playoff. So uh, obviously, you know, DeLine is going to go with Notre Dame. He's going 33-27. So we're going to switch to our upset game of the week. DeLine is going with number 16, Wake Forest at Army. He's going to go with Army 27-23. I like that pick, the Lion. I would probably go with Army as well. Um, this is not your traditional um, wingback, triple triple post option um, Army team. They have a quarterback that is capable of slinging over it. They have a couple of receivers that are good. Yes, they're still going to heavily feature the wishbone and the running game, but this Army team is explosive. Um, keep an eye out on this game here. Um, I am going to go with 22 San Diego State at Air Force. Um, I'm going to go Air Force 24-27. Air Force is not one of your traditional um, military academies where, you know, they just do a whole lot of feature of the run. You know, you got the wishbone, you got the triple option, you got those things, the read option that they heavily run with quarterbacks and uh, running backs and those schools. Air Force tends to be more wide open. Uh, with their attack since uh, they are in, I think they're in the Mountain West. I don't think they're in the uh, <clears throat> the other one. I think they're in the Mountain West. So their play teams where they're spread out and they're putting the ball up in the air. So I like Air Force in this game, 24-27. Sorry, Paul George and Kawhi Lim. My bad. Uh, let's go to our money game. Money game for the Lion. He is going to go with Maryland at Minnesota. The line on this one is Minnesota negative five over under 54 and half. He's going to go with Maryland plus five and the under. I am going to go with number 18 NC State at Miami. Um, I uh, despise everything that is going on in Miami right now. <laughs> so the line on this one is NC State three, negative three and a half. The over under is 53. I am going to go NC State. Um, we're going to take the line on NC State, but we're going to go with the under. Uh, score check, Pacers 17, Hornets 12. Let's see. All right. Now that we've done that, we're going to take a small break before we jump into the NFL talk. And then I will get you right on up out of here, my peoples. 
righty, welcome back, welcome back. So let's go ahead and jump into the NFL. So we're going to get into the inside of the NFL cooler. Brought to you again, <clears throat> excuse me, brought to you by Circle City Cryogenics. We freeze just about anything, but not people. <laughs> Nobody wants a frozen person. <laughs> at least not yet. We'll get to that. I think we got at least 20 years before we get to that process. But anyway, that's just me and my conspiracy theories. Uh, so let's jump into the NFL talk. <clears throat> Uh, let's see what we got here. Let's do, 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 do. scroll down. I guess we got to talk about um, the best teams in each um, each conference. Uh, so we'll start with the AFC because it seems to be uh, pretty clear cut at, at this point. I mean, it's going to come down between, I would say, either the Bills or the Ravens. You say the Bills, why? <clears throat> they just took a loss. Uh, but the Bills, um, they took two losses, so to speak. Now, the still Bills, I think, are the most complete team, but it's the NFL. You're not going to win them all. You know what I mean? Some teams are going to get beat when they shouldn't. But when you got King Henry for 150 yards, I mean, it's really hard to 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 deal with at that particular moment. But um, championship teams are supposed to win in championship moments. I Me mean, personally, I got, you know, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens being the best team in the AFC right now. Because, I mean, they win it in all kinds of ways. They win it in blowouts. They win it in close games. They win it in come-behind games. They win it in ugly games. They win it in grinding-out games. And the fact that I like it that, that they've lost so much of their running game oh, to injuries before the season even started, and it even affected how I chose to pick the divisions and how things fell out. But, you know, they just had guys just plug in off the street, get them on the practice squad to keep them going. And the fact that they're not running Lamar more because of that negative is what's making it outstanding. Yeah, he's still doing his thing, but he's slinging that ball a lot more. He's standing in the pocket, standing up tall and hitting accurate passes all over the field. I mean, this is really good to watch, and this is making it very easy for that defense to do what that defense does. So um, I personally think that Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the AFC. Now, if you want to flip over and you want to talk about the NFC, uh, the NFC uh, tends to have <clears throat> a little more questionable um, question, a little more questionable teams to that particular question. <laughs> That's what you say. You just keep saying it over and over again until you pull up the proper notes that you need to discuss these uh, particular games and stuff like that. So you have three teams that you can talk about. You like how I flow through that? You just got three teams that you can talk about in the NFC um, as the best team. You got the Cardinals, you got the Pack, and you got the Cowboys. I hate to say it, but the Cowboys are in that conversation as best team in the NFC, you know, flirting with, you know, best team in um, – the NFL, if you want to go just strictly off performance and not really looking at, at the rankings. But if you look at the rankings and performance, you got to put the Cardinals at the best team in the NFC, if not the NFL. One, they have not lost a game. One, Kyler Murray is doing things that is just um, just ridiculous the way he's throwing the ball and not have again with Lamar Jackson, him elevating, not having to. Uh, run as much only when needed, only when chosen, 
because they're being able to hit pinpoint accuracy throws all over the field. And I think the addition of J.J. Watt to that defense and that leadership on that defense, man, Arizona's tough. It might be a minute or two before they lose unless they come up to, say, maybe the Cowboys. I said it that way. Um, we can talk about the Pack. The Pack look good. They're winning games, but they're not winning style point games like the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Yeah, they're win- at the end of the day, they're winning games. Aaron Rodgers is doing what Aaron Rodgers does. But if you got to look at it, the weak part of that, that is their defense. I mean, they're giving up 27, 34, uh, 28 points um, to teams that should not be getting that on a quality team's defense. Um, I think the Green Bay will eventually be there to talked about at the end. You know what I mean? You probably want to know why I didn't say Tampa Bay. You say that Tampa Bay, probably the fourth best team in that, but that doesn't mean that they're out of the conversation uh, of coming out of the NFC. We just talk about as of right now, I think the Cardinals um, closely followed by the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Dak Prescott, you want to talk about the MVP hunt. You know what I mean? He has to be somewhere with Colin Murray towards the top, Lamar Jackson. Those three quarterbacks have to be somewhere at the top of the MB MVP race. Yeah, you can put Justin Herbert's name in there because if he's doing, um, you know, unlike second-year player things, but the way Lamar Jackson and that Baltimore defense handled the Chargers um, last week, it kind of takes that completely out the picture. So um, at this point, not saying that down the line, because Justin Herbert is a quality football player and that's a good team. It's just that Lamar Jackson, um, um, I'm not even on that. We're supposed to be talking about the NFC, the Cowboys. I just don't want to talk about the Cowboys. I apologize. I just don't want to talk about them. I don't want to give them any credit. Their defense is playing a lot better than 90% of America thought that they'd ever play. I'm super impressed how uh, Dak Prescott has come back from these injuries like he was never hurt. It almost kind of looked like Durant when he came back to uh, fully healthy again, just doing what he does. Um, so, man, you got you to gotta give the Cowboys their props. You know what I mean? The <laughs> – because who she wants to know why I don't like it? Because who anointed them America's team? You know what I'm saying? You don't have the most um, Hall of Famers. You don't have uh, the most rings. Um, you hadn't been in the playoffs and God knows when. You haven't had a playoff win and God knows when. Y'all still holding on to the past of something that happened last century and expecting all of America just to bow down to the Cowboys. And you're the most annoying fans of all time. You win three games, and oh my God, you've already thrown your Super Bowl party. That's why. Sorry, I had a tangent. <laughs> Sorry, mother. No, it's cool. Uh, let's see what else are we talk about. But anyway, I think the Cowboys have to be in that conversation. But right now, I say the Cardinals. Uh, moving on, we talked about MVP. Murray Jackson Prescott. Yes. Um, oh, the Jags got to win. The Jags will not go winless this season. Um, Urban Myers uh, survives uh, one more week from making another dumb decision. But um, it was, I think it was set up for them. This is where your conspiracy comes in. I think it was since they were playing in London uh, Sunday morning. I think it was set up for them to win. (laughs) 
Oh, she's killing me with these Cowboys. No, we know not you because you only watch a third of the games anyway. <laughs> no, but um, what was I talking about? I don't even remember. She threw my train of thought. Let's look back down. Uh, let's look over here. We were talking about the Jags, Urban Meyer. He survives one more week. Um, nobody's really talking about him right now just because they got the win. Oh, I remember the setup, the setup, because they were playing in London. The Jaguars are London's favorite team. So there was no way that they were going to come out of there with not a victory. It was kind of cool how it ended. I love getting up in the morning on Sunday and and watching football immediately. It was pretty good. That's a great way to start your birthday. It was awesome football all damn day. It was great. But anyway, so um, I think it was a setup for the NFL to make sure that I did that and to take the heat off of Urban Meyer. They sacrificed John Gruden. <laughs> but anyway, so moving on, um, let's talk about injuries. Uh, the Browns, I they're disappointing. You know what I mean? Most of us had the Browns competing with the Ravens to win the AFC North, competing with the Bills and the Ravens and the Chiefs and all of the AFC. They are not doing this. Uh, granted, you got injuries. Um, you have not enough targets to your best receiver. Um, your running backs are both now hurt. Your quarterback is now hurt. It's not playing this upcoming game. Um, it's looking bad for the Browns. And it comes down to what we Steeler fans say, the Browns are going to do what the Browns do. Shit. <laughs> that was great. But anyway, so um, sucks for them. I like Baker's commercials, but that's about it. And coach fans, damn it. T.Y. Jesus. Oh, my God. Are you ever going to play three games? I don't even – I'm not even looking for you to play half a season. I don't even want – can we get you to play three games? No, 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 not three games. How about three games in a row? How about three quarters in a row? How about we do that? Three quarters in a row. They love him here. He is an exciting player, fun to watch, but Jesus, the best ability is availability. Come on, bro. Whatever you're doing with your body, your dietitian, your, your yoga dude, whatever, stop. Go see my man Zach. Go see my man Zach at Elite Performance. He will get your body in, into a better predicament than what you're in, buddy, because come on, bro. <sighs> and the last thing, I'm going to say this real quick. We're going to get on and get out. Newton got the shot, wants to still play. Who wants him? Apparently, Seattle. All right, so let's get into the Dog Sports NFL uh, picks of the week. Game one, we went with the Broncos at 3-3 three and, three, and these Browns at 3-3. Three and three. Um, We, let's see, the Lion is going to go with the Broncos at 33-23. and 23. I am also going to go with the Broncos 27-20. Um, probably didn't want to pick if Baker played Kurt, I'd have probably still picked the Browns for some odd reason. It's just that the commercial with the nacho cheese, man, 
for Halloween. He's putting nacho cheese in the bag and the book club. And how you going to sell your man's shoulder pads? But, yeah, if Becker would have played, I'd have probably still picked him. But he's not, so I'm going to have to go with uh, I'm not giving a real chance in Minnesota. Teddy Bridgewater, who is somewhat looking good, somewhat not looking good. But, you know, who are they going to take him out for? Block? No. So, But I'm still going to go with the Broncos uh, 27-20. All right, now we're going to switch to our game of the week for the NFL. Bengals at the Ravens. Hmm. All right. Good game here. Game that I am closely paying attention to because both of these teams are in my division. So Baltimore wins. They go three up on pretty much everybody in the division. They're going to run away with the division. We kind of got that figured out. Cincinnati is the best next chance hope to keep <clears throat> Baltimore within range of everybody in the division, this including the Steelers. But we win on anybody's loss in this particular game. And I say that because um, if Cincinnati wins, Baltimore, like I said, they keep Baltimore within um, arm's reach of everybody in the division. If Baltimore wins, that knocks Cincinnati down for us to get our victory, knock Cincinnati down, and we still have our chance to be that third playoff team, which I thought would have been the third playoff team in this division, which looks like it's going to be maybe a one playoff team and a wild card. But it keeps everybody within shoddy distance. It keeps Pittsburgh with from uh, belling in and still making smart decisions towards, which I don't think Mike Tomlin wouldn't do anyway, to play out the season. So, a uh, very big game for everybody involved in that division. So the Lion goes Bengals 27-26 because he just doesn't want to pick Baltimore. That's what I am figuring out. I don't think he's picked Baltimore at all, all year. But it's okay. You know what I mean? It might be something to say for them. Hmm. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. He's, he's 132nd African. So the lion is good. <laughs> He's going to kill me. Um, I went with the Ravens 45-24. I think this is going to be a statement game for the Ravens and this division and the AFC. Um, I think Herbert is going to have his – Herbert. I think Joe Burrows is going to have an excellent, wonderful career. He's going to be a thorn in every team in this division side – but I don't think the team as a whole is ready for this challenge that is coming at them with this type of defense and this type of uh, intensity and intenseness of Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to go 45-24 Ravens. Upset game of the week. The Lion is going to go Chiefs 3-3 three and three at the Titans who are 4-2. and two. Really not sure how this is an upset if you're picking the team that has the better record. Uh, but I'm going to go off the thinking of the Lion because he he's a better. So I'm going off the line. So I'm going to assume that the line was the Chiefs. And so he's going upset per the line. That's what I'm thinking. So he's going Titans 30-26. Um, nah, there was a tough one. I almost won. I, I kind of want to go with him. 
kind of will go with him on the Titans because I think Derrick Henry is going to run all over that terrible, hot trash of a defense that is in Kansas City. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles two and four at the Raiders four and two. I think the Eagles adrenaline and team bonding experience after the Gruden debacle. I think they got their win last week. I think they come down to earth and not having a plan on how to finish the season. And I think the Eagles sneak in there and get them a win. They're playing pretty good football, just not figuring out how to win games. So I think this might be one of those uh, one of those turning moments for the Eagles. Not to say they're going to make a challenge for the NFC East. That's not going to happen. They're still going to finish dead last and not go to the playoffs. But they're going to win this game per me, the one. All right, so money game, NFL money game. This is our betting game. Um, the Lion, he's going to go with the Eagles 2-4 and four at the Raiders. Four and two. The line is Vegas, negative three over and under 47. He you obviously know he's the Eagles fly, Eagles fly. So he's going to go to Eagles plus three, and he's going to ride the under. <laughs> See, that's why I married her. She's smart. <laughs> Sorry, mama. <laughs> but uh, back to it. Let's see. Um, money game. The one. I'm going to hang on with the home team. Uh, we're going to go with the Colts at two and four at the two and three forty niners. The line on this game is San Francisco negative three over and under is 45 and a half. I'm going to go with the Colts plus three and the over. Um, I think Carson and the offense are going to go out to San Francisco and play free without the pressure of the home team, the home crowd, having to perform and produce. I think they're going to go out there and play well. I think the defense is starting to round into the shape that we like. Uh, they looked pretty good. They just haven't been able to get those plays towards the end of the game to get wins. So I'm thinking that the coach start to make that turn to try to keep up with Tennessee um, in the south and see if they can't challenge for one of those uh, those playoffs. Those are, you know, be that that third division leader that gets a home team with a loser record. But anyway, um, I like the coach in this plus three. I think they're going to do well. I don't feel anything good in San Francisco other than the Rice-A-Roni. That was pretty good instant rice when I was in college. Rice-A-Roni and ramen, mmm. You'd be surprised how you can stay 6'6", 235 with rice and and noodles. <laughs> but there you have it, folks. That is episode 23, weeks 7 and 8 for NFL and NCAA. You've gotten our Doc Sports picks. As always, I will post those, those repost those picks on the days according to their sporting events. So um, I'm not going to hold you up too uh, much longer. Just make sure that uh, if you're interested in some of the other things that we do, the basketball show with Storm and I on Sundays, NBA has started, uh, NCAA is coming up, high school ball uh, for girls is starting up here in Indiana. So there's going to be a lot of basketball talk coming up. So check us out Sunday afternoons. Fluck right now. It fluctuates on time due to football because, you know, Steelers play early. Steelers play late. 
and I'm not missing my game. Sorry, I love you, but watching the Steelers play. That's how it goes. But um, again, if you're into the combat theme, make sure you check out our good friend Dan DeLion in the combat zone. Check out his shows over on the YouTube channel. Great, um, great interviews with the fighters. Um, check out some of the photos from the, the events that they participated in. Uh, pretty good. If you um, on your more holistic and uh, mental side of things, check out our good friend Monica uh, with uh, Quantum Inspirations. If you're like the rest of us and enjoy some good um, adult, what I want to say adult, that's the wrong word, some good um, entertainment, wrestling entertainment, check out our good friends Steven and Greg over at Kicking It With Steven for the wrestling side of things. So we're hitting all kinds of sides, you know, and most forget um, checkers of records on Sundays with uh, Tommy Boy, uh, checking out everything that goes around the track with wheels on it. So uh, we're doing big things. Once you do big things with us, if you're looking to be a partner, hit us up in um, a partner or advertisement or try to tap into some of our services, voiceovers and things of that nature. Um, hit us up info.bwsports1 at Gmail, or you can just uh, DM us on the website, you know, all those good things. So uh, speaking for the lion, I am the one. This is a Dukes of Football. It's a BW Sports 1 original podcast. I am out. I'm going to go watch the Pacer game. They're winning 38-33, and I'm going to get my fire stick working for my NBA league pass. Let's get it going, folks. The one, I'm out. Have a great day, great evening, and I need a 